Welcome to Ed's Not Dead and our special segment, Teacher Tips. Yes, it's a special regular segment. This is the third installment <laughs> of Teacher Tips. Yeah. It's great to have everybody back. We've gotten some good feedback on the short segments where we talk about tips for teachers on a variety of educational issues that affect teachers, principals, parents. So here we go. It is mid-October. You know what time of year that is, boys? I Halloween. Oh, it is Halloween. Autumnal right. uh, recess. As uh, We could have talked about as, as, as schools um, phase out Halloween That's and have right. autumn fests. Autumn fests. Fall fests. Fall foliage fests. But usually across the nation, after Halloween is the end of the first marking period, the end of the first quarter, and that means parent-teacher conferences. Yay. That's right. Uh, it, is, it is one of those things in public education that is pretty standard everywhere. Uh, you'd think that parent-teacher conferences would be frequently during the year. Uh, they, that would make sense. Yeah, but they are not. They are not. Once. So they basically happen once, and then they can happen you know, as needed throughout sure. the rest of the year. They, they come after back-to-school night mm-hmm. at the end of the quarter. And so we got some show feedback, Mr. Krabs, correct, about talking about how parents and teachers can prepare and get the most out of parent-teacher yeah, conferences. Yeah, we got, a, we got a nice review on iTunes. You should review us in iTunes. Oh, yes. Uh, and we'll read it. And yes. then we'll do a teacher tip. <laughs> yeah, well, it was <laughs> a great idea. Uh, this person, Solution Driven, said they'd love a segment on what you should be getting out of your parent-teacher conferences. So I thought maybe we could approach it from a couple different mm-hmm. perspectives. We could do administrator slash teacher and uh-huh. what you can do um, that parents might want to hear. We can do a little bit on parents in yep. terms of what parents can do or ask mm-hmm. to get the most out of it okay that's a lot it's only an eight minute segment it's but not ahead. eight minutes can i can i just say that i yeah. dreaded parent teacher conferences when i was a kid did you have to go yeah to because i was you, not allowed to go well because you, well, you well, why would you go you, because you never knew what the teachers were going to share you knew yes that's why you dreaded it because oh, yes. you knew that the teacher was going to unload something <laughs> on your parents. I, right and i knew that there that, might be one teacher who was just going to okay. list the litany of things okay, I did so, wrong. Let, so let's so let's let's, let's start with a, let's start with that yeah it's a great place to start okay so the teacher, i remember my parents coming home and i'm like sweating as to what that conversation is going to be like <laughs> dreading Jim yeah. you're worried about Jim oh god like Jim just Sins. excoriated just awful right. we need to talk that kind of thing <laughs> all oh, right so god. let's let's think about and I'm sure your teachers were all coming from a, a good good-natured place their heart was in the right place 99 percent but they said uh, Casey talks too much mm-hmm. that's true um, he doesn't pay attention also true can't sit still. Also true. Okay. Uh, I'm running Disturbs out of, others. Disturbs mm-hmm. others. That was usually on the report card. <laughs> uh, takes or doesn't take responsibility for himself? Uh, I, t- I always took responsibility okay. for my <laughs> For being annoying. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I, mean, I, was always a, I was never like a jerk about it. Okay. Uh, doesn't do their work or doesn't complete classwork on time? I did that. Okay. All right. I, I kept did your homework. decent grades. Yeah. Yeah, you did your homework. Okay, so part. it was mostly those social behaviors. Correct. Okay. All yeah. right. Uh, and some teachers probably thought antisocial behaviors, <laughs> right? <laughs> Maybe a little uh, bit. Uh, All right. So let's- Hellion behaviors. So what do we think of that? So a teacher uses the parent-teacher conference as an opportunity to give a parent some feedback about not necessarily learning, but about behaviors. Um it's, and, it's, and I can it, I do I do it's not a go to for me. No, I mean I think I don't I don't want to say never ever. 
I mean, I think in general, if you're having, if you're a teacher and you're having um, some sort of behavioral challenges or whatever with a student, you, you probably should have reached out to them prior to the parent teacher conference. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And I mean, and so in that sense, it's not like, oh, it's a faux pas and you can't bring up, well, you know, and they do get a little chatty. Um, but I think you need to, to talk about what you're doing in order to address that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and then ask the parent, you know, are there things that, do you see this at home or are there things that you do that are successful? Because, you know, now as my kids get older, it's like, oh, yeah, I know them really well. And I can definitely share mm-hmm. some, like, valuable insights and see how they would be in class. Um, so I think, you know, asking parents, you know, for advice or, mm-hmm. or tips is, is certainly not out of line. Do you lead with the positive? Of course. Okay. Dirt All sandwich. Right. All right. Always start with the positive. So you start with the positive. Because you even know, because you know, even if you start with a positive, when you get to the point where you say, you know, I, I have some concerns about Jim's fluency, He's still struggling with decoding a little bit. Right. That the parent is going to walk away most focused on the the constructive feedback or the things, the areas of growth, because mm-hmm. it causes a parent concern. Sure, of course. Right. They want their they want to hear really good things about their kid, and because it's their kid, and it's the as as my friend Doctor Stetson used to say, they don't have another one under the bed that they haven't sent to school. Right. <laughs> this the, the this is who they have. Right. Um, and it's the best they could produce. Yeah. So that's and, that they want to hear good things. And on the yeah. fl- on the flip side, um, I remember getting uh, caught flat footed by this question, where I had a parent come in and the kid was really hard worker and did all the work and you know just sort of your model student. And this parent really wanted to know, okay, well, what can they do better? Mm-hmm. And I just wasn't prepared for mm-hmm. that. I was prepared for. They're so great, mm-hmm. and this yeah. is all the ways they're so great. I was not prepared for, yeah, kind of like, great, I know, but like, what, what else? What, what, what else yeah. can we do? How yeah. else can we challenge them? What, uh, yeah, what else can you give them to do? <laughs> yeah. during what the, are you going to do yeah. as a teacher? Yeah, they're yeah, not, I, they're not bringing home enough. Because well, just well, no, no Mr. Even... Crable, I know my kid's great. Yeah. How are you going to make them greater? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I mean, yeah. that's that's, cool. that's at the heart of it. And yeah. I I remember being like. Uh, I, I wasn't really prepared. I, yeah, they're so great. Did I say that already? I'm repeating myself. Okay, they read really well. Yeah, so definitely being ready that's, for that to, for all kids to have some meaningful feedback about them. That's not, you know, and I know depending on how schools do it, it can be easy to kind of oh, they're they're you know use the same adjectives mm-hmm. or whatever. But you know, really try and and have some meaningful comments um, that show that you know their kid and who their kid is. I, I, I remember reading a, a great book called Unequal Childhoods. I can't recall the author right now. Um, where she, uh, the researcher, did this ethnographic research with families of different socioeconomic strata. Um, and one of the things that she found... Uh, that was very telling to her between working poor parents and affluent parents were that affluent parents were much more likely to challenge or question teachers at conferences than working poor parents mm, who were much less likely to challenge, ask questions, sat passively, mm-hmm. while sometimes teachers delivered some pretty hard or judgmental kinds of messages about their kids. Mm. Um, so I, I think it's important for teachers to – um, a try to encourage all parents to ask questions. Yes, uh, because it really is our job as educators to be open and reflective and 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 listen to what parents have to say 
Um, it's not just the teacher's job at the conference to tell yeah. and, and to explain. Right. Um, the parent, you know, I'm sorry to say after eight weeks still knows more about their kid than you do. <laughs> yeah. So listen. Right. Good That's point. my message. Good point. And I think um, in you, you kind of brought up the parent perspective and some things that parents can do. And I do think it's it's worth it just to have some questions that you want to ask, mm-hmm. whether it's about an assignment yep. that shows that you've looked, can you tell me about this? Mm-hmm. Or whether it's about, you know, you brought up decoding or something like yeah. that, you know, specific, really specific to their child um, that goes beyond how are they doing? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because, yeah, really well-prepared teachers can be like, how are they doing and take it and really give them the feedback they want. Mm-hmm. But they may be looking for different feedback. And I think kind of developing those questions, all right, you know, what what can I ask? these teachers beforehand is really useful but on the you know on the other side as you said some parents are just looking to come and and listen so teachers yeah. need to say if i was a parent or what do parents want to know right and deliver that information yep and i i looked up questions about possible questions that you might want to ask as a parent and two of them stuck out to me that relate to what you're talking about what you were talking about robbie is mm-hmm. listening yep. they know the child better than you in a lot of ways Presenting to the teacher, may I tell you about my child? Can mm-hmm. I tell you? Let me tell you about so and so. I'd like to tell you about. Yep. Can't almost inviting it. May I tell you about them? Mm-hmm. And the second one that I thought was, I like that. if there is something going on at home, may I tell you what's going on at home? Mm-hmm. So opening it up that conversation where it doesn't seem like the teacher's on the defensive, because um, maybe they are seeing the same things that you are mm-hmm. in that. And I will say something too. Um, I guess maybe for parents out there, and I don't know if every everyone is like this. I know that early in my career, um, I, w- I think I would get pretty nervous for parent conferences. And I think that stemmed from um, like a, maybe a lack of total self-confidence in yeah. what I was doing. Yeah. Sure. And knowing that I, I it was like, it, it can get better. Like, I can get better. <laughs> right. It's not perfect. Right. And some of that is my fault. Right. And I'm culpable in that. So being like, Kind of not not on the defensive, but like a little bit of a cold sweat mm-hmm. of like I'm going to be found out <laughs> imposter <laughs> syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I, I, I think that's natural. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, I think it's good for in case anybody doesn't know the teachers. You know, they may project an image of right authority or self confidence, right. but you know, there are I'm sure in many of us, you know, lingering self-doubt. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, they, and, and it's, it, it is a, it is an arena as a teacher where you can feel judged. Um, yeah. And a and, lot of parents come in not having positive experiences in school too. No. And, 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 and the last time they were in school or in a classroom was right. probably when they were in school and right. maybe, you know, not very positive. Right. And by that time of the year, you know, sometimes you have to contend with the fact that the, you know, the parent might not be thrilled for whatever reason with what's going on in your classroom. Right. And yeah. it may not be you personally as the teacher or what you're doing. Could be other kids, could be curriculum, could be any number of things. Any number of things. And you've, yeah. and you've got gonna, kinda, you got to mediate that yeah. right there yeah. on the spot. Um, two things I, wa- I wanted to convey about teacher recommendations would be, one is, you know, I've heard teachers complain recently about you never get the kids who parents 
that you want to get into the conferences, the ones that are causing you the most ire or the ones that are challenging you the most. I heard that recently where yeah, it was like, when, we don't get those kids. When you in. just, the kids whose parents need to be there the most, when you just said that, the way that sounds, oh, it sounds it's so it's, awful. It's awful. Yeah. And, and you're right. I've heard it said a million times. Right. It's so. And, and I, and my, response to that i I don't know if i i don't think i i don't i don't even think i knew the person but because i'm just hearing it in hallways but it was more of the mindset of okay so what are you doing to reach out to the parent beforehand to let them know Mm -hmm. that parent teacher conferences are happening and what are you going to do to if they can't make it yeah and and just reaching out is one thing and the second thing i found probably too late um later than i should have was is having something tangible for them to take away grade report mm-hmm. um, a reading score yep. something that they can take away yep. with them that they can write down their comments put or in their hands yeah put in their hands so that they can yeah. have something actionable to take away with them yeah something so. something that they can they can help their kid mm-hmm. with. yeah if you're yeah. interested here's something you can do at home mm-hmm. yeah do this do that go mm-hmm. to this website blah, blah, blah. yeah yep that's good i think one of the big takeaways too is that um you know and we've talked about organizational structures and processes throughout our two years of ed's not dead this is just a practice that if you could somehow change. Yeah. I mean, I, I, the time is well spent in that first conference, but let's be honest, it's not enough. Mm-mm. Right. Um, it, it doesn't. And I'm sure in parochial schools and in other kinds of educational organizations, this is not the norm. They probably have other practices. Whether they're better or not, I don't mm-hmm. know. But the one year, the first quarter conference, to me, is something that could be improved upon yeah. in public education. Yep. Um, but we'd have to, we'd have to, we'd have to innovate a little bit. It wouldn't take, wouldn't take a lot. <laughs> I mean, you could have two. Could have, so. I know. Oh, that three, would be three. like that'd be like twice, twice uh, as much at least. <laughs> All right. Well, this is good. Uh, yes. Keep the ideas coming on teacher tips. We love your ideas. It gives us uh, good content for the show. Let us know what you thought about our conversation about parent-teacher conferences. We know you'll have some good ideas. You probably know a lot more about them than us. Uh, Thanks for tuning in to Ed's Not Dead Teacher Tips, and we will talk to you soon. Thank you.